Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of All Things Beautiful Podcast with your coach, Coach Misty, your inner beauty coach, helping women of faith find beauty in their inner struggles. I'm so excited that you are here. I'm thankful for another opportunity to speak to you concerning the inner struggles that you may be dealing with. And so I believe this is a juicy topic today. Today we're dealing with Holiday Blues Singles Edition. Wow. We're heading upon Thanksgiving and going into Christmas and New Year's. And everyone has gatherings and families, get-togethers, and, you know, going out, turning up, whatever you do. And many dread this moment in time and season when you're single uh, and if you're over 30, it gets harder every year because everyone has an expectation as to when you should uh, be married and have family and children. And so um, it's very challenging when you uh, constantly have to say the same thing over and over again, especially if you've been dating and, you know, you broke up in a relationship and it, you know, now they're saying, where's Bob? Where's John? Where's who is this? Or where is that? And who are you dating? And you dread the moment of saying that you're still single. Um, and I believe that what it does, it leads you to a low place if you're not um, secure in who you are, whose you are, and what God is doing for you in this season. So I came for those of you who just dread this time and season of your life and you have the holiday blues, I believe that the word of God is the foundation for our breakthrough. And so I want to give you the scripture that I want to read that we're going to walk through on today. And it's Isaiah 61, verse 1 through 3. It says, the spirit of the sovereign God is on me because the Lord has anointed me to proclaim the good news to the poor He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim freedom for the captives and release from darkness uh, for the prisoners, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn and provide those who grieve in Zion, to bestow on them a crown of beauty instead of ashes, the oil of joy instead of mourning, and a garment of praise instead of a spirit of despair. They will be called oaks of righteousness, a planting of the Lord for the display of his splendor. And so we know that when God has anointed someone, God has anointed that person to shift the mood of the holiday blues. And I believe God has anointed me to speak a word into your life, to encourage you and uplift you, to know that this is not the worst season of your life. This is the best season of your life because you have activity of your limbs. You are clothed in your right mind. You are blessed and prosperous and you are a daughter of royalty, a son of the king. Uh, and you must know who you are and whose you are. Don't allow these Instagram streets and Facebook streets and you know everyone posting posing for the gram to pretend to live a lifestyle of perfection that does not really exist. You have to realize that everyone that's posing with a man, a boo or bae, um, they're not always happy, right? They have a smile on their face, but their heart is frowning. 
You don't want to be a statistic. It is better for you to be single and happy than to be married and miserable. And so know that there are women who wish they were in your place. And thank you for all the men that are listening as well. Uh, the same goes for you. You know, it doesn't matter what what you are. Um, you have to realize that the world wants to portray perfection, to live like the Joneses, to live in a false uh, reality of what love looks like, what life looks like, and how life is measured. But God measures our life by our purpose, and you have to get in a place to be okay with the times and seasons of your life that God can lead you to a place called victory. Now I want to give you four points, four simple points that's going to help you and encourage you on this journey as you get through the holidays. Again, um, I'm not in a place of judgment. I've been on the other side. I've been in some low places and seasons where I, you know, again, I broke up with a divorce and, you know, everybody's asking you why you divorced and what happened and why it happened and when it happened. And it's the worst thing to do, but people will be people, right? I've been on the other side when I was single and miserable and uh, anxious for being in a relationship. So I'll go out and get a guy and hang out with him. And, uh, you know, I'm being transparent in my transformation because I've not always been walking with Christ fully upright. And so I can tell you that I've been on both sides of the fence and living according to the word of God is so much easier than living a lie. So I can tell you that after I tried everything else, I tried Jesus. And I found out that his life that he has set before me is greater than the life I thought I should live. And in that, I became uh, so in love with Jesus. I fell in love with Jesus. I fell into an intimate relationship with Jesus. In my single season, I learned the times and seasons of my life and realized that I had to develop a relationship with love so I could really know what love looks like. Many of you are in a time and a season that you need to develop a a better relationship with love so that you can understand what love really is because the falsity of love has hit your life. The cubic zirconia of love has uh, overtaken your life and you don't know what it really is. And so because you don't know, you keep falling prey to falsity, to demonic decoys, frogs and losers, and you're mad, you're frustrated, you're bitter about the time and season of falling, falling relationships. But the Bible says that a righteous man, a righteous woman will fall seven times, but she gets back up. And I just declare and decree that you must get back up and you must stand firm, trusting that God knows what he's doing in your life, that he will lead you to a king who's ready to pay the full price for you. But you have to know your value. You have to be secure in your identity. And you have to know that God's plan is greater than what you could even put together for your life, right? And so I feel I feel a shift. And so I want to give you four points. Actually, it's five. The first point is you must discern times and seasons of your life, right? We realize that it's cold outside. So of course you want to cuddle up. And now people are in a season of isolation. They're lonely. They're 
operating in a place of, of not understanding this time and season. But what, what you really must do in this time and season, develop a greater relationship with God. If you would spend this time and your energy based upon what God wants for you, and he wants you to love the Lord your God with all of your heart, all your soul, all your spirit, and love your neighbor as yourself, this is a season that you must understand the power of loving God, the power of loving yourself, and the power of loving others. And I want you to know that loving others come last because he says, love the Lord your God with all of your heart and all your soul, all your spirit and love your neighbor as yourself. And I've learned that you can't love people properly if you don't love yourself properly. And so this is a time and a season that you're growing in love. You have to get in the rhythm and the frequency of love. Love is the doorway to breakthrough. Love is the doorway to uh, the manifestation of your promises. Love is the doorway to opportunities and favor. Love is the doorway to everything you want and desire. And so you must be okay with this time and season of loving on God and loving on yourself. This is where you are. And when you do that, you'll find yourself so full of love that you're not going to be in a place of anxiety or fear or worrying if your king will ever find you, knowing that, wait a minute, God has this time and season for me to be in a relationship with him, be in a relationship with myself so that I can mature in love and the Bible says, don't awaken love until you're ready. And God wants to ensure that you're ready. He wants to ensure that you're prepared. He wants to be, ensure that you're positioned. So do not allow loneliness, which is a spirit, to override this time and season of you spending time with God. If you're distracted with being lonely, when he, God said he would never leave you nor forsake you, you'll realize that you're missing out on one of the greatest moments of your time and season. What happens is these times and seasons don't have a deadline. It's all predicated on you growing and maturing in your relationship with God. And you can miss a time and season. You'll skip over. And I want you to know it's just like, uh, uh, it's just like winter, winter, right? Uh, I, let me get this. Winter, summer fall, winter, spring. All of those go in a cycle. And so does times and seasons. And when God is doing something, time must come back around. Seasons must come back around. Don't miss your time and season because you're so caught up in your feelings and emotions based upon what you think should be happening versus what God needs you to do. That's to love on him and love on yourself. It may be that you need to get so caught up and consumed in him that you'll be so clear about who you are and whose you are. And ask yourself this question. If I'm not okay with loving on a man who's perfect in all of his ways, loving me, then how will I ever be okay with a man who is imperfect trying to love me perfectly by God? You will never be satisfied if God is not enough for this season of your life. And you want to ensure that you don't allow that uh, emptiness in your soul uh, to hinder you from being full of love so that when that king comes, he can receive you 
all of you, not pieces of you, not fragments of you. And so I want you to know the emptiness of your soul is a sign. It's an inner alarm that there's some brokenness that needs to be healed. And you must address the root of your issue so that you can move forward and not stay in a stagnated state of being single longer than God pre-orchestrated you to be. Oh my God. And so the second thing you must do as you must develop emotional intelligence. In other words, again, here it is. The Bible tells you that he gave you um, that the spirit of God, the anointing of God, gave you the power to shift. Think about it. He says, now I will give, uh, bestow on them a crown of beauty instead of ashes, say shift. Uh, the oil of joy instead of mourning, say shift. And a garment of praise instead of a spirit of despair, say shift. In other words, he's saying, I will shift you from one place to another place and you'll be stabilized in your soul. You won't be lonely. You won't be depressed. You won't be sad. You won't operate in anxiety and fear and worry, but you'll operate in peace and joy and love and long suffering and meekness and temperance. You'll operate in the fruit of the spirit because you walking with God. When you walk with God, you walk in the spirit, you walk with the fruit of the spirit and the power of God helps you to override that emotion. And that's emotional intelligence, recognizing the feeling or emotion that's trying to lead you in the wrong direction. Emotion. Think about emotion. It's E it's a movement. It's a movement. It's a movement in a negative or positive. You have the power to move it into the positive, And that's emotional intelligence, recognizing and discerning your emotions, how they operate, how, what ticks you off? What are your triggers? What are your struggles? And I'm going to do a deep dive study in this uh, going into the new year. So you want to stay tuned. I'll give you all the information of how you can take the e-course uh, on my website. So I want you to understand you must develop emotional intelligence. That's the only way you're going to shift out of this holiday blues into the holiday blessings. Oh my God. I said shift out of holiday blues into holiday blessings. The third thing you must do. This is so good. I wish I had it when I was single. I tell you, I, 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 I laugh at myself sometimes because I look at how, what God has done for me and through me that, um, I truly, uh, I treasure these moments because I know that it's what you need. I know it's what you need because I never forgot the process I was in. And that's why I'm so, so, so uh, passionate about ensuring that you get the tools necessary to grow through relationships and grow through uh, self-care and self-love, right? The third thing is responding to negative conversations. Again, when you're sitting at the table eating your turkey and eating your ham and your chitlins and all the great meals. I hope you're going to have a good meal because I know I am. Uh, you know, when everybody, everybody, your auntie, your uncle, your cousins, the married ones who pretend to be happy and everyone's, you know, gathered around the table and everyone's looking at you. Maybe you're not the only single one, but they single you out. You simply tell them, listen, I am content in my single season. I understand that this there is a purpose to my single season. I am 
one with myself. I am secure with myself. I'm growing and maturing in my relationship with God. And that in turn is going to help me to be whole, complete, and one for my husband when he shows up or my wife when she shows up. And in that, you will shut down the mouth of negativity. If they continue on, you just simply say, just because you didn't do it the right way doesn't mean that I can't start over and get it right. Just because you chose to do your path, I'm not judging you, but I choose to go down this path and I am secure in knowing that I'm enough for this time and season of my life that I love on me and I'm going to celebrate the fact that I am one with myself. If you understand the power of oneness, you realize that, man, I'm not going into a broken marriage that says two become one. But what's happening today is uh, two have people become two have people. They don't, they become two have people because they can't become one until they're one with themselves. And that's where broken marriages start. That's a whole nother story. We're not going to go into that. And so you understand that the importance of you becoming one with yourself. The fourth thing you must do is you must tap into the joy within. He said he, he said he will give you the joy of gladness, the joy, the joy, oil of joy, the oil of joy. That's the anointing. When you have the Holy Spirit, that is the anointing, the joy of the Lord. It is your strength, the joy of the Lord. The Bible says, count it all joy in James chapter 1. Count it all joy. Every season of your life, count it all joy. That means I'm counting my blessings. I'm counting everything God has done for me in this moment in time. I'm counting what God is about to do for my life. I'm counting my blessings so I can count everything joy because I have the King of Kings living on the inside of me, the power of God, the Holy Spirit helping me, aiding me, teaching me, protecting me, providing for me, covering me, leading me in this place of victory. In that I must understand that I have the joy of the Lord. He is really my strength. He is keeping me. I don't want to pretend that it's easy every day. It's a daily walking out. Every day is not a good day. Every day is not a good feeling. But every day you must choose to take authority over how you feel and move your emotions in the direction of joy, of peace, of life, of long-suffering, of meekness and temperance, self-control, all of the fruit of the Spirit, so that you won't allow the enemy to hinder you from walking with God in this time and season of uh, of your life. You're alone to become suitable. It is not a disease to be single. It is not a sickness to be single. It is a gift. The gift of singleness is a gift you'll never get back. There's some things you must do in your single season alone that you'll never be able to do with a mate or your husband or your wife. It's some things that God has to do through you and to you. There's this time you will not get back the time that you spend with God fasting and praying. And this is why he tells you in first Corinthians chapter seven, verse 32 through 34, he tells the singles to be about God's business, focus on the kingdom. Why? Because that's what your assignment is in the single season. What does that mean? You must be so consumed with your purpose that you fulfill it in this moment that you can move forward to your elevation and your promotion. 
If you're not walking in purpose, maybe you're in the wrong pathway that your king or your queen cannot find you. So you want to ensure that you're submitted to purpose, that you walk in your purpose, walk out your destiny, fulfilling God's plan for this time and this season of your life so that you can elevate to your promotion. Oh, that was good. The last point I have for you today and I really pray that this is helping you, is your gratitude will shift your attitude. Your attitude determines your altitude. You must ensure that you don't have a negative attitude toward men or women. All men are dogs and these negative things that may be going on around the dinner table. Maybe you have a dysfunctional family and they cussing and fussing and acting a fool, getting drunk, drinking, partying, turning up. That is not your testimony. You believe God for your king. You believe God that he's going to walk you out of the curse to walk you in the blessings. And so don't measure what God is doing in your life based upon your bloodline. You want God to manifest what he has for you, not what your family, not your bloodline, but what God pre-orchestrated for you before he formed you in your mother's womb. That is your testimony. And in that, God will help you. What if I'm just not there? I feel myself. I I want you to hear me good. There's a vibration of life. Everything has a rhythm. If you find yourself in a low state, worship is your weapon. Worship will shift you out of the low place into the high place. Because whenever you are in the presence of God, there is liberation. Wherever the spirit of the Lord is, there's liberty, there's liberation, there's power uh, of overcoming. And so when you don't have the strength and when you're so worn out and when you operate in the depression, you shift. When you look at the word depression, you think about the beginning of the word is depressed. That means you depress the feeling and the expression of depression to move into alignment with what God has said Now, I understand there are some people who operate in depression is a chemical imbalance, but I believe the power of God is is enough for every sickness and disease, even mental illness. And I believe that he can do exceedingly abundantly above all we can ask or think according to the power working in us. And I do believe that you can love Jesus and get a therapist and love Jesus and get a psychologist Love Jesus and and get your pastor or mentor to help you. But don't fight this battle alone. Don't you stay in an isolated state. Maybe you're saying, I don't have family. Nobody loves me. Nobody's with me. Always remember that God will never leave you nor forsake you. I believe that you have people around you loving on you every day. But if you're not awakened to who those people are, you'll find yourself isolated. And it's a trick of the enemy. Find someone who really cares about you. You got co-workers that care about you. You have people in your church that cares about you. You have uh, people around you, wherever you may be, uh, in your neighborhood probably care about you. You have friends that care about you. You have people that care about you because God, he will never leave you nor forsake you. You have the Holy Spirit. And trust him to lead and guide you to the right people. So that's it for today. I pray that I've said something to uplift your spirit, to help you and lead you into a place called victory. If you, uh, if this was not enough for you and you would like to schedule a one-on-one with me, go to allthingsbeinsideout.com 
I am so honored. Thank you again for listening to All Things Beautiful podcast. Share this. Please leave uh, comments below. Also, a five-star experience. Um, letting people know how awesome this podcast is. You probably said, oh, you are really arrogant. No, I truly believe in what God has given me because I'm obedient to what he gave me to do. I believe it's touching lives all over the world. Even if no one says anything, I believe that God is drawing the people that have need of what he's given me in the earth. And so I love you guys. If you need to email me, you can email me at coachmisty at allthingsbeinsideout.com. Have a blessed holiday. I I will have, uh, come on next week with another edition of Holiday Blues Part 2. And so thank you for listening. God bless.